Welcome to another edition of the Bible in the News. This is John Billington with you this week. We have been watching this last week and before um, the arrangements for and then the coming together of the uh, uh, of the conference in Warsaw, organized primarily by the United States, but showcasing Israel and the Gulf states, the relationship that they have to the world and specifically to Iran and to Europe, to show that this alliance is developing between Israel and the Gulf states, which has been a long time in coming. Israel made peace with Egypt and with Jordan after the 1973 war, and the other surrounding nations have been much slower to come to an agreement with Israel, with the Palestinian issue always at the forefront and being used as a bit of an excuse as to why they would not have peace. But from the prophecies, Bible prophecies, we have expected these alliances to develop. We have expected Israel not to necessarily get on with Turkey or uh, Lebanon so much as those in the south, the Gulf states and and Saudi Arabia and Egypt. Well, At this conference, the news that was coming out was very interesting, almost from the beginning of the conference when it started. But if you look at, if you listen to the following headlines, you can see that it really is, there really is change in the wind. This one, UAE minister, there is no enmity between the U.S. and Israel. And that actually came out uh, of an interview, an exclusive interview that the New York Post had with the uh, Minister of State for the United Arab Emirates, Zaki Anwar uh, Nuseba. And he said, there is no enmity between us and the State of Israel. These are things you would never have heard in the past. Um, The Bahrain foreign minister said, um, Iran's toxic money was the stumbling block to Israeli-Palestinian peace. Uh, Jared Kushner, Trump's son-in-law, was there in force, and he said um, as far as the U.S. peace plan was concerned, the Arab states were abandoning hate. At the conference, Netanyahu said, or was it shortly afterwards, something amazing happened here. And he said, I can reveal that something happened here. Of the five Arab foreign ministers who spoke, four spoke out against Iran and spoke of Israel's right to defend itself. They talked about the fact that once the main issue was the Palestinian issue, but today they said that the Iranian issue should be at the top. When I spoke yesterday, they did not leave. They sat. They did not just sit. They did not just sit and nod. Here are many contacts, but here there was something public with a group picture, Netanyahu said. There is a change. The change is in terms of the things they said and the things that will be done. I'm not saying that the Palestinian issue did not come up, but it came up as a derivative of the larger issues. The big issue was Iran, while the Palestinians were just mentioned. This was once inconceivable. Pence told me, which he's talking about Mike Pence, uh, the Vice President of the United States, um, Pence told me it was a big change. 
I cannot detail what I talked with certain people about or what I'll talk about later. It's not that they, the Arab foreign ministers, have no complaints. They do. But they recognize the intensity of the threat, meaning of Iran, and recognize Israel's assets. They said they wanted a practical continuation of this meeting. I have practical suggestions for the rest, which I will not elaborate on. It's important that they sat there in front of the cameras. Because there's been some behind-the-scenes, everyone's known, there's been some behind-the-scenes dealings between the southern Gulf states, specifically the UAE and Israel, but it hasn't been in the public uh, domain, so to speak, not nearly as much as uh, as it is as it's starting to be. And we've reported this on Bible in the News for some time now, it comes up, but when you see a big conference like this, yeah, you, you can't help but notice the changing alliances and allegiances and friendships that are developing and uh, coming about. It was Pence, actually, that gave a speech uh, at the uh, conference on Iran, and it highlighted, it highlighted, it it highlighted the U.S. divide with Europe. Uh, and this is from the Jerusalem Post. U.S. Vice President Mike Pence chastised European powers on Thursday for resisting the Trump administration's campaign of maximum pressure on Iran addressing the conference in Warsaw, largely boycotted by EU nations. And this is the interesting thing, is all these nations were invited. The Palestinians decided not to send anybody. Uh, The Europeans, for the most part, uh, it was in Poland, so obviously Poland had some higher-up representation. In fact, I think the Prime Minister was there. uh, And Britain sent its Foreign Minister. But France, Germany, and most of the rest of the EU really sent extremely low-level diplomats. And, um, in fact, the the Jerusalem Post says here, Israel and the Gulf states made a rare show of, of um, a public show of unity at the conference, but Great Britain and Italy, it says, were the only two EU's, uh, EU nations in attendance. The others sent uh, low-level, um, as I say, diplomats. And it quotes here, um, uh, Pence saying, Sadly, some of our leading European partners have not been nearly as cooperative In fact, they have led the effort to create mechanisms to break up our sanctions. And he's speaking about specifically against Iran. So these um, European nations are working against the U.S. and what they're trying to do. Britain getting involved with that is seemingly a bit ridiculous. And they have a bit of an identity crisis. And um, we're sure they'll they'll come out of it at some point. But it's this southern... um, Gulf states coming out in support of Israel that is really quite amazing. In fact, the um, Omani foreign minister said, the people in the Middle East have suffered a lot by sticking to the past. Now we are saying this is a new era for the future and for the prosperity of every nation. Now, of course, the other side is not so excited about uh, this alliance that's developing and these, these friendships that are developing and sort of skirting, it would seem, the Palestinian issue. In fact, the Palestinians themselves um, called it an American-Israeli conspiracy at eliminating the Palestinian cause, this Warsaw Conference. And it's sort of ironic seeing that they were invited to come and wouldn't send anybody. Um, but otherwise, 
you know, the, the relationships that are developing are exactly what we have expected from Scripture, and we'll get to that. But on the other side, you say, okay, well, what, what does Russia think? Um, on the other side, Russia equally was not involved, and they had their own conference in Sochi, which is where the Olympics were, uh, on the Black Sea a few years ago. They had their own conference there, um, and they held parallel talks uh, on last Thursday with the Iranian President Hassan Rouhani and the Turkish President Recep uh, Erdogan, and they discussed Syria uh, and and the uh, and the pullout of the U.S., which is uh, supposedly going to happen. And it's you know it's amazing when you look at Bible prophecy and you see these nations lining up. I mean, historically, Europe has always, especially Western Europe, has always aligned since World War II strongly with the United States. And here uh, we see this all breaking down in a large part because uh, of Donald Trump. But, you know, I mean, it was always destined to be the case. When we turn to Scripture, um, and we mention it many times on this program, Ezekiel chapter 38 gives us, in quite a, a lot of detail, the, the um, different nations that line up when it comes to the time of the end. We know the chapter is about the time of the end, uh, and, one, and, the, and sort of the, the great battle that is to come. It specifically tells us that in verse 8 of Ezekiel 38 that it's in the latter years, and a time when um, it says... After many days thou shalt be visited in the latter years, thou shalt come back into the land that is brought back, or the RV margin says restored from the sword, and is gathered out of many people and against the mountains of Israel. So this is a time in the latter years when the Jews have been regathered back into their land, and the Jews are living on the mountains of Israel, which is something that can only have been said at all in any level since 1967, and in a big way, really, only since uh, the 70s. They're coming back, it says again, against a land of unwalled villages, um, and they're coming out of the uttermost parts of the north, verse 15, that's the RV, the uttermost parts of the north. This uh, group that is mentioned at the beginning, in the first few verses, um, Gog of the land of Magog, the Prince of Rosh, Meshach, and Tubal, and that congregation, that alliance, um, the confederacy, we would call it, coming out of the uttermost parts of the north against my people Israel. And again, it says to us, verse 16, in the latter days, I will bring thee against my land. So it's clear when the prophecy is speaking about, but it gives us, as I say, this northern confederacy of nations at the beginning. And then it gives us another confederacy of nations in verse 13. Sheba and Dedan and the merchants of Tarshish with all the young lions thereof. And we've looked at this on this program so many times, I don't want to um, necessarily just go into all the detail of it. Uh, it's mentioned many times in the Bible magazine as well, and you can see that on the Bible magazine um, website, biblemagazine.com. You can look at the, at the past issues. And maybe we'll put a few links on, um, on this Bible in the News if you wanted to go look at an article that uh, dealt with some of these things. But I know it's mentioned a lot, but the Sheba and Dedan is that area of the southern Gulf states, um, as, we, as we see it. Tarshish 
is something I know, again, we could uh, put some links to it, but it is, uh, people get, people struggle with Tarshish because there is a ladder, there is a uh, Tarshish in the earlier times in scripture, um, and then you have a latter-day Tarshish. And the latter-day Tarshish is, without a doubt, uh, looking uh, to the nation of, uh, of Britain. We can conclude from here that they would have an empire because it's Tarshish with all the young lions. So it would be sort of a mother country with this, this, these offspring, which fits exactly with, uh, with Britain. It would assist in the Jews returning to the land, Isaiah 60 verse 9. It would be a faraway land from Israel and specifically to the west, Isaiah 23, verse 6 and 7, and Jonah 1 and verse 3. And there is lists of metals that you can get from Tarshish um, that we get out of Ezekiel 27 and verse 12, Jeremiah 10 and verse 9. Shopping lists that you can actually uh, go to um, in the in the old uh, in the old days, and I don't know how if there's what mines are, le- are are in opera are in operation today. But regardless, in the past, you could go and get all those metals there. Specifically, tin was uh, was was hard to get in those days. Uh, Isaiah 23 shows us that they would be sea traders, and they would take on the role of Latter Day Tyre. We see also in Isaiah 23, and you know further to that, you can go and show that. Um, there would be a, a a strong Bible-believing element that would come out in, Tyre, uh, in Tarshish as well, and the Isles, they link together. So I'll put some, uh, some links on our website so that you can, um, you can look at that in further depth if you wish. But suffice it to say that these, this Southern Alliance, when we look at the Young Lions, we would put the United States... In with the eldest young lion, the eldest offspring of Great Britain, we would put solidly in with that southern alliance of nations. Um, and you know, sometimes people say, "Well, the United States isn't south of, uh, and Britain south of Israel." But no doubt, they have many bases there, and will, I'm sure, uh, have further buildup in that area. In fact, um, Britain just uh, in the last year opened up its base. Um, Jufair in Bahrain in uh, in the Persian Gulf. So that's uh, it was an old base of theirs, and they've reopened it just in the last year. So we expect to see further gathering up of uh, forces of British uh, and U.S. Uh, forces in the Southern Gulf area. But when we've looked for an alliance in any way to imagine that these Southern Gulf states would stick up for Israel uh, against these northern powers, uh, it certainly has been something we have uh, really not seen on almost in any level uh, going back not that many years. There was virtually no sign of it. But there's another prophecy that we can go to as well that shows these north and south powers, and that's in Zechariah chapter 6, where we get two mountains of brass. And those two mountains of brass are uh, the cherubim uh, horses uh, ride between them. This is a time of the end, again, um, and we get the. Uh, we're not going to go into this in any depth right now. Verse six: The black horses are therein. They go forth toward the north country. The white go after them, uh, and the grizzled go forth toward the south country. And mountains are typically in 
uh, in prof- prophetic language, uh, symbolic of powers, uh, large national powers, mountains. They're mountains of brass, um, which give us the fleshly element of these of these uh, powers. But you get a north and a south power, uh, the north country and the south country, um, here in this in this uh, chapter, and it's really it's really amazing because you can continue to go through these uh, these different ones, and there's other ones we could look at. Daniel chapter 11, all the way through is the king of the north, king of the south, and it would go back originally to the Ptolemies and the Seleucids, but then it jumps forward to a latter-day time, when again there will be a king of the north, king of the south, and the king of the south um, pushing at the king of the north. And so there's going to be this back and forth between these powers, but we've waited and waited for this southern alliance to develop. And so when you have a conference like this, where you can see these powers coming together and being openly friendly with Israel, some of them have had to try and walk back some of their comments. And, you know, I think that for so long they've indoctrinated their people with hate against Israel that it's hard to uh, to turn the switch overnight and say, oh, well, actually, now we're going to be allies and friends. But ultimately, the common uh, fear of Iran is, is certainly uh, one of the major driving forces. But, you know, in the last, uh, in the last, this is just in the last few days, also incredible because, you know, when we look for these alliances to, to develop, obviously, um, as Bible students of prophecy, there's a certain excitement when we see uh, Britain making steps to leave Europe, because again, you know, we see the, the West, the divide between Europe and uh, sort of Britain and the United States. This is something, again, of course, on this program, we discuss it often, frequently. Um, and uh, Matt Davies and Paul Barnes certainly uh, do a lot on Brexit when they live in the UK. It's, uh, I think it's in England, it's hard for the newspapers to look at anything else other than Brexit. But you know, in the last couple of days, Donald Trump has come out um, saying that he is going to the U. Um, he says, this is uh, quoting Bloomberg News, the U.S. President Donald Trump says he expects trade with the U.K. to increase stub substantially, which is, uh, you know, what we would expect out of out of their alliance. Um, so he is and he has been openly hostile against Europe. Uh, especially uh, more recently, Germany, uh, with the Nord Stream Two pipeline, saying, "Why on earth are you? You know, we're supposed to defend you against against Russia, and here you are making alliances with them and making yourself vulnerable to Russia." It's just, it's you know, all these things are absolutely uh, incredible. So we look at these events uh, in the last week. It's worth looking at this conference that happened in Warsaw and uh, and soaking in some of that news. But also seeing the, as, I, as we discussed, the, all, the alternate conference that was going on in Sochi uh, with, with Russia. And also, which we haven't discussed too much, was the European reaction to these things, uh, hotly against them. And um, certainly uh, working against, against the, um, the United States, specifically on Iran. You know, but at this conference, Mike Pompeo comes out uh, and says, uh, "No peace in the Middle East without confronting Iran." So these things are uh, are coming to a head. 
You know, we wonder what 2019 will bring forth, but already we can see the development coming closer and closer of these alliances that we've waited for. And so we are, we, we get excited because, you know, these things mean only one thing, that we are getting closer and closer to the Lord Jesus Christ's return because the treatment of Israel in the nations is, uh, has been horrific. You can think back over the last hundred years for certain. And anti-Semitism is on its rise again. And all these powers will ultimately come, you know, these northern powers, Russia and Europe, that are showing signs of anti-Semitism again. It's going to build to the point that they will come against Israel. And, you know, if we go back, it's, oh, maybe now it's a week and a half. You know, for the first time ever, the Pope has gone down and visited the United Arab Emirates. And I thought, what on earth? Why is the Roman Catholic Church running down there to stir the pot? What are they doing? And I started looking at all the news and and sort of re, you know, being sort of convicted at looking at these alliances that are developing and excited. And then you see, well, why is the Pope going down there? Now, you can't find news to show that the Pope is going to discuss uh, Israel, but the United States is getting ready to put forward its peace plan. And the the uh, the Vatican wants absolutely no part uh, of uh, of the of the U.S. peace plan that would um, bring peace to the area and secure Jerusalem for Israel. We've discussed this on other programs, and so for the first time ever, the Vatican arranges the Pope to go down and visit the United Arab Emirates. What they discussed, we don't know, but we do know for certain that the Vatican. Russia as well, but the Vatican has, there is no excitement looking at the Southern Alliance developing or to watch Israel uh, get peace uh, without giving up further land, without giving up Jerusalem. So, you know, our Lord is at work. And we looked, you know, in Ezekiel 38, it's, it's the land that is restored. And so these things are happening and we can take courage uh, to know that the time is near. So that's what we looked at for Bible in the News. If you haven't looked at these things, uh, it's worth just you know flipping through some of the news articles in relation to Warsaw, uh, the Warsaw Conference, and specifically on the divide with the U.S. and, uh, and Europe. Incredible times. So uh, we'll leave it there, and we will, um, you will have, uh, you'd be very welcome to come and join us again for another Bible in the News next week. I believe uh, Daniel Billington will be joining you then. But uh, for this week, again, it was John Billington. And uh, come back again. And if you want, you know, we don't get a lot of feedback always, but we know we can see, you know, a lot of you uh, join us for this program. If you want to send us a note, please send it to, uh, you can just send it to the Bible Magazine. That might be the best way. Uh, to the email address there, the uh, the contact us. Send us an email. Send us some feedback. Let us know what you think. Uh, we discuss a lot of things on this program, and uh, you know when you when you in the age uh, in the age that we live, you know you can be uh, working late at night doing something like this, or at, you know some some strange hour, and uh, it's radio. There's no there's no audience. There's no feedback. So if you could send us feedback, we love it. And um, we appreciate uh, you joining us and uh, spread the word because 
The time is coming near that our Lord will be here. So there you go. Thank you and uh, take care.